0: hey guys welcome back to the candidly yaya podcast i just want to say thank you to everybody that followed the candidly yaya ig went on the soundcloud listened to the episode one my first podcast um those of you that sent me encouraging words uh Gave me feedback on the first podcast. I just, I just really appreciate y'all, and I'm just so thankful that um, a lot of you understood the message that I, um, that I brought to you in the first podcast, and that y'all really enjoyed it and got something from it. So let's just keep this thing going. Let's keep this ball rolling. So welcome to episode two of the Candidly Yaya podcast. On this episode, we're going to talk about fear so the other day I um, ran across this post that said please don't feed the fears and that struck something in me and so um, I pretty much thought about myself and how I allow fear and overthinking to hold me back and I'm sure a lot of you can relate like have you ever had dreams so big that they scare you it's crazy how your own dreams can scare the hell out of you But it's absolutely possible, especially in a society that we live in, a society where you're supposed to go to school, then go to college, pick up a trade, get a job, start your career, work every day from nine to five, go to happy hour after work, then take mini vacays, then party and get lit on the weekends, and then do it all over again. That is such a robotic lifestyle. But that's what our society and our education system preps us for. And, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that lifestyle if that's what's for you. But if it's not and that doesn't intrigue you, then it's like, what are you supposed to do? Not everybody wants to live that cookie-cutter lifestyle or something that's already just, like, paved out for them. Do this, do this, do this, and then you'll live, like, this type of lifestyle. Other people, you know, there's some people out there that dream you know, for more or dream a little bit differently. And so it's just like, when you don't want that everyday typical hustle and bustle, and you start to like express your dreams and your visions, you know, people will tell you that that's unachievable, you know. And so this podcast is dedicated to my actors, my artists, my musicians, entrepreneurs, creatives, and anything in between. This is for my millennials. So as millennials, we're doing things completely different than our parents did. Their goals were to you know, go to college or pick up a trade, get a good job, and provide. Not bad goals at all. I mean, they raised us off of it, but their dreams came last. And for many of us millennials, that's not what we want. But the limitations that society places on us produces fear. Fear leads to overthinking, overthinking leads to suppressing your true self, who you are, and your dreams. Like, damn, how can your fears have that much power over you? But it's absolutely possible. Um, so take me for example. Like I said in the last podcast, I've been working on this podcast for forever. And I meant that. I literally talked myself out of talking. Like, think about it for a second. Talking is something that comes like supernatural to me. And so it only makes sense that I go into the business of communications, media, or start my own podcast. I mean, that's what I was always in school, in trouble in school for, was talking. You know, my teachers would say, Samaya is smart. She can be a really good student if she just learns to stop talking. Literally got my desk moved in every grade up until my freshman year of college. I know, I know, so ridiculous, but it's so true. I mean, God just blessed me with the gift of gab, and here I am, ready to not share it because of fear. I mean, I can tell y'all one story. Like, when I was in the fourth grade, I remember I got my desk moved twice in one day. Because I was literally acting up with my friend Benjamin. Like, we were both so silly. And we were in class just rolling. I don't know if, like, the Cheeto dust got to us or what. But we was in class, like, literally laughing our asses off. And so, you know, Benjamin got in trouble. But I was really getting in trouble. Like, I don't know. That was, like, always the thing. Like, teachers will always come to me. It could be a group of us in trouble. But I was always the one called out, singled out, targeted, whatever. So my teacher, you know, that second time she moved my desk, she moved it straight to the door. I guess that was a warning like, sis, you on your way out the door. So I advise you to stop talking. You know, so I was messed up and I was scared. I was like, oh my God, no, she didn't move my desk to the door because it's parent teacher night. So y'all know that's, that's scary. I'm like, if my mom see my desk at this door, she gonna get me. Literally, she left me there to talk to the walls and if the walls were to talk back to me... We would have been having a great conversation, but you know, thankfully, when we came back later on that evening for parent teacher night, she had rearranged the entire classroom, moved all the desks around, and so I, you know, I was able to play it off until she snitched on me. And I was like, "Bro, you didn't even have to tell my mom all of that." So y'all know, I got the whooping of my life that night, right? Mm-hmm. But again, talking in trouble for talking all the time. I mean, I got so many other stories. I'll give y'all one more story. In seventh grade, I hated my teacher in seventh grade. Really wasn't a fan of my school either, but whatever. So my teacher... Again, I got moved in every desk, like pretty much every day that week, you know, she put me into a new group or whatever. And so, um, she really just got tired of me that day. I don't even think I was really doing nothing, but I was talking when she said to be quiet. And so she moved me to the last group, which was a group of like her A students. Like these were her favorite students. They were just so good. A lot of them were foreigners. So, you know, whatever, but she just loved this group. So she moved me to that group and when I tell y'all I said like one thing and I mean literally one thing and they like bust out laughing I wasn't even like trying to be funny or anything they bust out laughing so loud that she came over there and immediately thought it was me laughing but when she seen that I was still doing my work she was like what Rashri? this person I was just like yeah it's not me you know so she was so mad that I had them laughing but I'm like bro I can't help it this is just my gift so I said all of that to say because y'all I can go on and on about stories of me getting in trouble like I said I got my death moved in every grade up until my freshman year of college but um so maybe I'll share those stories with y'all later but With me sharing those stories, it's kind of hard to imagine that I literally talk myself out of producing a podcast where I can talk about anything I want and not get in trouble for it. But I managed to do it anyway. But that's how fear and overthinking work. You think too much about something and that idea turns on you. You start doubting yourself and your ability knowing damn well that's what you were called to do. But that's how we as humans just operate. We can't succeed to the next level of our higher selves because our fears start to take over. We can see who we're truly meant to be in our dreams but can't seem to reach that person so we remain in our comfort zones by doing what we've always done and what has always worked for us. But y'all, no growth happens in that space. The only growth that happens in that place is depression and anxiety which leads to self-medication, self-destruction, and things like that. I know those are extremes, but that's a lo- that's how a lot of everyday people end up going off on the deep end. You just kind of get stuck in that, in that space where you're just, you know, at your lowest. You're not living up to your full potential. So I'll give y'all an example. I know most of y'all have seen the movie Us. Spoiler alert if you haven't, <laughs> and shame on you if you haven't by now, but... I'll use the example of that movie. So basically, there are so many ways to interpret that movie. And so one way to look at the movie is to look at the tethered as representing like your lower self. And then like the normal version, I'll use her name, Adelaide, the normal version as like your higher self. So the tethered, they long to become the higher self naturally, right? So which is the whole reason for the revolution that they create and also the fact that Lupita's character like swaps out. So her lower self technically has arrived and now is living as the higher self. And sis says she's not going back. And I don't blame her. She don't want to go back down there, you know, to the dungeon or whatever. And I don't blame her because once you get that feeling of becoming and living as your higher self and who you're truly meant to be and who God wants you to be, you know what I'm saying? It feels good. But your demons and your lower self are always right there lurking at the chance to, you know, take over. Just like in the movie. And so... A lot of us are living as our lower selves and entertaining our demons and bad habits and our thoughts and overthinking and our self-doubt. And we can literally picture our higher selves, but we can't get there because we self-destruct. We've been told that it's not possible to obtain that. I mean, like, look at the all the tethers. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure once Adelaide got swapped and she was down there, you know, in that dungeon, I'm sure all the other tethers looked at her like she was crazy when she first said, y'all, there's a whole nother world up there, you know, where you can be regular and you ain't got to be down here eating raw rabbits. I'm sure they laughed at her until sis started making sense. And so that's kind of like how it works with us. You know what I'm saying? You know, society tells us you can't do this, you can't do that, and puts limitations on your dreams and your visions and tells you you can't obtain that other side of living. You know what I'm saying? Unless you do this, this, and this. Go to college, do this, do this, do this. And it's just like... You know, you start to believe that until you see somebody else doing it. Until you see somebody else, like, taking a different path that's completely different from what everybody else does in society. And so, basically, I hope that movie example made sense to y'all, honestly. Because I know if you haven't seen the movie, it probably was difficult to understand. And like I said, so many ways to interpret that movie that some of y'all probably was like, what? What? But honestly, like it's a great example, our higher selves are sitting right there looking at us. You can see, you know, the other version of yourself, Samaya 2.0, in your dreams, but you can't obtain it because you're allowing your fear to set those limitations, you're allowing self doubt to set those limitations. And another thing, when I'm talking about Fear, I'm not talking about like fear for a man or fear of another woman or another human being because I honestly don't fear anybody but God himself or herself. So, you know, some people fear, you know, certain situations at work. That's not what I'm talking about. The fear that I'm talking about is you can literally see your dreams, your goals, your visions and everything that you want out of life. But for some reason, obtaining that scares you. For some reason, trying to get to that next level scares you. And it's probably because you have to leave your old habits behind. Everything that made you comfort and made made you comfortable and, you know, love being in that comfort zone, that security blanket that you had, everything that you had can't come with you to that next level. Sorry, but it can't. You know, and so it's kind of like you have to leave those things behind to get to that next level. And that scares us for some reason. And so we start overthinking and allowing ourselves to just truly, you know, become distracted and to truly just like live a life of mediocrity. You know, live a life of just, you know, not living up to our full potential. And so that's what creates the self-destruction You know, we start to drink to suppress, you know, the way we feel. We start to smoke weed and smoke excessive amounts of weed until where our thoughts are just so cloudy that we can't, you know, even think straight. We start to, like, self-medicate so much, using those pain pills, you know, as an everyday crutch. And it's just like you're just trying to suppress those thoughts. You're just trying to suppress what you know you can really achieve. So I'm here to tell you guys, please don't feed the fears. And when I say feed them, I mean, again, you feed them through alcohol, through sex, through weed. I'm not saying you can't enjoy these things. You can't have a drink. But when we start to turn up every weekend to the point where you can't remember anything, where you smoke so much weed to where your thoughts are so cloudy, where you popping pills every day and drinking so much lean to where you know your anxiety and your fears just start to, they start to feel normal to you because I mean that's where you're allowing yourself to live at. You're allowing yourself to live in that space. So don't feed into that. Don't feed into that. You got to start small by breaking those habits. You know what I'm saying? If the turn up lifestyle is becoming too much of an everyday lifestyle to where you're just drinking and smoking every day and you can't remember anything and you're not really getting anything done then that may be a sign that you are feeding into your fears. If you are sitting here overthinking every day and literally talking yourself out of your dreams and your goals and you're not accomplishing anything, you doing stuff now that doesn't really make you feel good anymore. You're, you know, staying on this job that you hate because you're completely scared to step out of that comfort zone then you are feeding your fears. And it's time to stop that. You literally have to stop feeding into the bullshit. Literally. Because, I mean, you'll never obtain that next level. And then if you're never obtaining that next level, that higher self, you're just staying complacent you're not growing. And that's what life is all about. It's about growing each and every day. You're never going to be the same person, just better versions of yourself. Not saying to change exactly who you are and your personality. No, you're always going to be the same person, just different versions of yourself. So I'm telling y'all to go after that next version of yourself. Level two, 2.0. Let's get to that next level. So I hope y'all enjoyed this message. I hope all my examples made sense. Um, If, you know, you have other examples of feeding fear and ways to stop it, please, y'all, check out my um, Instagram, CandidlyYaya, that's C A N D I D L Y Y A H Y A H. and leave your thoughts and comments under my post. Until next time, see y'all. Peace and blessings. Oh, yeah, and remember to... Get knowledge and spread knowledge. That is my thing. Spark those minds. Get knowledge, spread knowledge. Love y'all. Peace and blessings.